Hello, gorgeous souls. This is Rada at Galactic Goddess Podcast. Thanks so much for joining. And if you're new to this show, um, I am an author and publisher at Rada Publishings. I have authored Kuan Yin Goddess Activations Healing Workbook to help heal from resentment. And we could all heal from that sometimes, right? Um, Then I created Galactic Goddess, and that is a memoir-type book that includes 22 goddesses. So you can pick those up online, and I'll put a link below. I'm also creating a Awakening Starseeds book. So excited. We have 22 authors, and we are going to 33. So if you'd like to join, we still have time. I'm so honored with the guests we have today who is an Awakening Starseed co-author, but she is also a feminine leadership coach. She grew up in Australia and she specializes in working with women who are going through post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, grief, and sexual trauma. And she created this course called Conscious Cock, okay? And the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, what is that? (laughs) You know, it definitely caught my eye. Um, And so I asked her to please come on and let's talk about Conscious Cock because it is a very important thing to talk about. You know, we are going through a time with, you know, where it's a different kind of a sexual revolution. It's a conscious sexual revolution where so much of the dark side of sexuality has is emerging, as you can see, with the Me Too movement and the disconnect from our love, our body, ourselves in, in relation to sex. And so we are trying as a society and as people like Lily to bring forth... Um, new ideas and concepts so that we can get more grounded in our heart, in our truth, in our love, in our relationships, in our life, and come from a place of divinity. And so, you know, sex can be very healing. It is a form of healing when two people come together in a conscious way and understand the power of conscious cock so with um all due respect thank you for joining us and here we go to Galactic Goddess. Thank you. So honored to have you here. We've been trying to do this and today we are talking about dun da da dun conscious <gasps> cock. <laughs> Gasp. And oh my goodness. No, I'm kidding. I mean <laughs> the, I was so intrigued when you were posting about this. And, and of course, I was like, I need to talk to you about this. And then 
there was some resistance that came up. I was like, I don't know if I can talk about this. Um, subconsciously, mm-hmm. it was all subconscious, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the programming and stuff. But mm-hmm. I would love for you to just, first of all, just share a little bit about yourself and, and the work that you're doing. Yeah. Thanks for having me um, to, yeah, talk about stuff that's edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I. I am a women's coach, um, a couples coach, and primarily, I mean, the core of what I do is really self-love and sovereignty, Mm -hmm. Um, and then how, you know, we as human beings and as as women in the world kind of hold our own center and our own kind of inner authority and, and then relate to others, relate to men. Um, mm-hmm. relate to the masculine energy within us and in, in, in the world and, and to our feminine energy. Um, and sexuality is a big piece of, of what comes up in the work that I do with women. Um, I started on this path with myself. So I didn't set out to be a women's coach or a teacher or leader. I didn't see myself as that. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a lot of resistance to stepping into that. A lot of um, kind of belief systems around my voice and my like that I had anything of value to share. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really came to this work because I I was desperate to heal myself Mm. and to meet myself in that kind of that center Mm. um, of sovereignty and how to relate and um, to men and how to relate to um, intimacy and sexuality Um, you know our whole life is based on relationships unless we're gonna be a a monk sitting in a cave Mm -hmm. we can't we can't get away and then there's still you know then there's still just like the relationship with the self and relationship with god but we're here on this kind of crazy beautiful planet to be in relationship to Mm -hmm. um yeah and it's not always easy and where where most of us are not given the tools or the education around emotional intelligence and communication um let alone um how to like be in relationship with our own sexuality and our own sexual energy and the power and the potency of that Mm. and it's such a you know still kind of in this modern day still such a kind of taboo topic that especially in in the west you know Mm -hmm. like in 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 america i'm from australia if you're if you're curious about my accent but um, i love your accent (laughs) (laughs) so great but yeah i've been living in the states for about eight years and it's such a taboo topic Mm -hmm. that um you know it's pushed into the shadows Mm. and, and then we wonder why we live in this world that you know there's so much you know sexual um violence because mm-hmm. uh, our those parts of us have to it's an innate part of us um and they have to be expressed and if we're not given a, a healthy framework um 
to express them and there's all this this shame and like secrecy around Mm -hmm. it and it's going to be oppressed and then it's going to come out in some weird way Mm. that's so true i i notice a pattern um in the west where you know you know they use sex a lot in advertising um it's like over the top like to sell a burger or something you know but then there's but then it's like smack your hand shame on you if you have desire um it's kind of a weird dichotomy how it's 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 a little bit manipulated i think and it pulls us away from the truth of our own sacred sexuality Right. And that that like um, objectification that we have in society and music videos and Mm -hmm. um, the objectification and also kind of like the romanticism that we have in movies and things um, are are other forms of how it's been kind of oppressed and put in the shadows and shamed. And so it's going to come out in some other way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I would like to ask you about your thoughts on like pornography and stuff like that. Um, mm. how that might affect people's perception, particularly men, you know? Yeah, yeah it's huge. Um, another huge hot topic uh, that not many people are talking about, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of like something that is so pervasive in our society um, that mm, we may or may not be aware is, mm-hmm. is you know, happening, like, most people mm-hmm. most men and and some women you know um and that's kind of like the form of education that we have in the world mm-hmm. um, you know sex ed in school is pretty much like uh don't do it mm-hmm. if you do make sure you use a condom because you're either going to get like a horrible disease or pregnant mm-hmm. um, there's no like education around actual relating and actual like consent mm-hmm. and of intimacy and emotionality that can you know come up in that kind of connection and um, and 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 around pleasure you know the the power and the beauty of pleasure as well and so you know maybe 30 years ago or something men would turn to you know like uh, a playboy magazine mm-hmm. as a form of kind of education as like a teenage boy you know that mm-hmm. would find like that playboy magazine um or go to the library like one of my my ex-partners talked about like he would go to the his school library or his town library and find this like kind of book uh photography book and there were kind of like women um tied up and Mm -hmm. um in these kind of you know beautiful artful kind of poses and things but that was kind of his form of education um, education yeah around Mm -hmm. reality and desire and um now we have the internet and we have pornography and it's a huge moneymaker industry Mm -hmm. and it's getting more and more kind of like a lot of shadow play like a lot of you know there's like rape play and all sorts of kind of like stuff there which you know I want to say like in in a healthy container between 
two people or mm-hmm. you know however many people like if it's really health like conscious if it's made conscious and and set in a safe way mm-hmm. like the shadow play in sexuality can be a helpful thing for mm-hmm. us to role play different roles that we don't yeah. get to you know be in in our in our life day to day but when it's this kind of enactment um that's really you know unconscious and harmful um and not really consensually mm-hmm. then it's it's really detrimental to our souls and our psyches yes. and, um, mm-hmm. with so i don't i don't work with men um too often one-on-one but um men i know um that have opened up to me or you know those that are working with with other women who are working with men mm-hmm. um, i'm aware of those that are watching porn and and really can become addicted quite easily yes, yes. you know um we they need more and more stimulation to actually mm-hmm. be able to have that kind of release um that they want and um and so the more um, we become desensitized mm. that's what happens right so we need yes. more and more stimulation we need things harder and fun and um we become desensitized to the really subtle beautiful and um really emotional layers mm-hmm. of of sexuality and intimacy and pleasure and orgasm um mm-hmm. we, we disconnect from our heart mm. in that and um our sexual center and organs and energy becomes really separate and disconnected from our heart and our soul mm-hmm. and um and it has it's really really clear in the in the science and the evidence of what's happening to young men in particular around the the use of porn mm-hmm. um, reliance on porn that like um yeah you know there's there's pre-ejaculation there's um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the inability to stay hard there's yeah and and the reliance becomes so dominant and um i'd like to talk about that the um pre-ejaculation i think and porn correlation because i think Mm -hmm. that's something that's come up for a lot of men and women (laughs) and um what is that about um so pre um ejaculation and then um and not being able to to stay hard there are different symptoms basically of the same thing mm-hmm. um, and and then for others it's like not being able to to come or taking a really really long time and again needing like like more and more and more stimulation mm-hmm. um it's you know it's like requires so much like contraction and and tensing Mm -hmm. 
um, and all of us, like women, have this too. Like we need to, we need to like hold our breath and and tense up, and and like hold on to the to what's happening to be able to have that release, that uh, climax. Mm-hmm. And, um, and really, like what is happening um, on more of an energetic level is we're stuck in, in in our kind of society and culture. Predominantly, we're stuck in the first and the second chakras. Mm-hmm. And the first chakra is really all about survival. Um, and like when it's unbalanced, we're, we're in survival mode. We're hustling, mm-hmm. you know. We're trying to make ends meet, you know, we're just going after kind of like money. Um, and, but from this kind of fear, lack based place, mm. and it's, it's stress basically. Mm-hmm. And then the second chakra, which is the sex chakra, which is our sexual energy, our creative energy, and also the subconscious realm. Mm-hmm. So all of that stuff that we don't want to look at, that we've just like pushed down to the bottom of the ocean floor, or put in the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're stuck between these two and it's like a bouncy ball. It's like a basketball going from stress, release, stress, release, stress, release. Instead of... Um, so we're just using the second chakra as a place of, of and pleasure as as this release mm-hmm. thing, right? Like I'm gonna work, you know, eighty hours a week, and then I'm gonna go and drink, you know, a whole bunch of alcohol, or go to the pokey machine, or mm-hmm. um, have like lots of, you know sex or mm-hmm. like whatever it is or sh- shopping whatever it is that we need to get our release fix mm-hmm. um our pleasure fix to balance out the extreme kind of stress that we're living in mm. um and so we're just going back and forth from stress release stress release stress release and we don't actually move up into like the third tracker of true self-worth mm-hmm. true self-esteem um and and really like take the gifts of of pleasure as medicine mm-hmm. um as a healing tool um the creativity the like amazing wealth of creativity that is in our second chakra and moving it up into the heart to where we can actually connect and express um our, our true purpose mm. uh, that's beautiful to connect it right in relationship from that place you know so we're, we're living not only just in ourselves of that like stress release but that's how we're relating mm. to each other and so let's bring that up and actually use it for a kind of a higher more beautiful kind of healing purpose yeah. um so yeah those, those things that are happening for men and then on the other hand for women of you know um we have you know the highest rates of like ovarian cancer Mm -hmm. and hysterectomies um and uh breast cancer Mm -hmm. and for men prostate cancer you know it's like why do we have such high rates of like these diseases um in in our sexual centers as men and women um, or these 
yeah, these kind of sexual dysfunctions mm. and their symptoms, the body is talking, they're giving us a message. They're like, Hey, mm-hmm. listen, there's something like out of whack here. There's something off balance. Um, it's really the soul speaking through the body to say, slow down, listen, there's something to get here. And, and really what that is, is we've gone off course, yeah. you know, and, and we have some grieving to do mm. like individually and collectively, we have to grieve. Yeah. We're so taught to disconnect from our emotions and our heart and the sensitivities um, and our grief. And, you know, like somebody, somebody dies in our life. And if we're still sad, if we're still grieving after a couple of months, we think there must be something wrong with us. And we go to a, a, a psychiatrist and we get prescribed antidepressants. It's like, no, <laughs> I'm grieving. Mm-hmm. And we have all these different kinds of deaths and, and changes and loss in life. Life is impermanent mm-hmm. and it's always shifting. It's always changing. And, and it's such a like, uh, it's such a concept that where we struggle with as human beings, I think to like, embrace the the grieving and embrace the loss and the impermanence Mm. Um, and that that is a part of this great love and this great kind of journey that we're here to have Um, and for us to slow down and make space in our lives and in our society and safe spaces in our lives and our society and our relationships to really slow down and listen to what our body and our emotions um, and these dysfunctions or diseases are saying so that we can rec- rectify it and reconcile with with these parts of us mm. and reclaim and then actually use know how to use them harness the power of it in a really safe um, and respectful way mm. that's a beautiful and that makes so much sense um yeah i mean it's it's really coming back to ourselves because it's a disservice when we disconnect so much that we can't connect with each other and um you know addiction to porn is it affects a lot of people's relationships because it becomes an addiction to sex and gratification rather than honoring the depths that you can co-create with somebody else and it actually makes a lot of women feel invisible to their partner and not loved and not appreciated and um causes them to feel like they need to make up for it in some way you know and um i think that it's such a disservice it really pulls people apart and I and I think we're coming to a place where as there's so much more coming forward through technology and then there's the AI like you, you can virtually have sex in the very near future it's already out you know and you can have 
robot sex dolls and there's just there's so many alternatives now if you want to not deal with emotions you know right and it's really pointing all to a fear of intimacy mm. you know, a deep fear of like an intimacy beyond sex right mm-hmm. but intimacy, yes. like truly being intimate you know i love that kind of breakdown of intimacy it's like into me i see oh. or into you that's beautiful and and what's more healing than being fully seen right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. being seen like in your in your beauty and also in your mess and being loved and accepted through the whole, the whole process of it because it you know I think people are afraid to show who they are because they're afraid to be seen and um, that's part of being witnessed you know yeah yeah it is it is so healing and it can be really scary um especially if we've lived you know most of our life not being seen or being rejected in some way um or that you know there are parts inside of us that we haven't we haven't taken the time to see Mm. and um and brung brung you know compassion to um you know, it's kind of like when I really started doing my healing work, I I remember I moved to LA and I, I got connected with this beautiful kind of burning man and conscious community and healing community. And people would just like really look me in the eye. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that eye gazing kind of thing. <laughs> conversation and it was intimidating Mm -hmm. and I remember feeling like my true self was like way the back like way at the back of my kind of like head way at the back of my consciousness that I couldn't fully kind of reach through and meet them Mm -hmm. and I was afraid of what they would see in me Mm -hmm. because there were parts inside of me that I hadn't reconciled with Mm-hmm. and and claimed and loved mm-hmm. there was a lot of shame and so I didn't want anyone to see that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I started doing my own work and and mirror eye gazing was one of the things that I did which was absolutely terrifying and really difficult for me to like look in my own eyes and the more and more I, I showed up and I did it and just loved the parts of me that didn't feel worthy of love, mm-hmm. the more I actually, like my true self came forward and was able to fully meet myself and then meet other people. Wow, beautiful. I mean, that that is powerful. There's, there mm. is something so powerful. Um, I, I took a course, The Art of, of Happiness, um, mm. and part of it was we had to sit and gaze in everyone's eyes like for an hour like each person and um, I've done this many times in like my artist workshops and stuff and I'm amazed how you can fall madly in love with somebody in one minute (laughs) by looking into their eyes and when they open them you like tears come to my eyes because you can't help but see the beauty of someone's soul and it's 
so deep and then when you do it with yourself it is harder to do it with yourself than it is with others yeah. surprisingly it's much harder um it's easier to to see and witness somebody else than it is yourself sometimes you know and i think so many times we're always looking for that reflection or validation and then it always comes back to us loving ourselves. and that's been such a big theme in my journey of healing is like okay bring it back to self-love again you know and um and that's and that's a very humbling place to come back to but it's where everything really begins and that's been like such a life lesson over and over again for me um but it's been the greatest gift and I think that is a gift we give ourselves. but then we can show up more deep and and fully for someone when we can show up for ourselves in in our in our own self-love and um it's not to say that anything's perfect or there's some place you finally arrive because I think it's ongoing but it just feels um it feels good to know that you're there for you and then you can show up for somebody else too and also be received because it's giving and receiving right Mm -hmm. yeah so powerful I'd like to ask you <laughs> about this magical concept called conscious cock because that was um it was like a, a trigger word for me but it was like powerful I was like what is this you know you know I mean I I, I understand what it is to some level but I'd really like for you to share what that means to you and the work you're doing you know to help women understand this yeah yeah thanks for being brave to talk about it (laughs) um so really it's about so there's two pieces to it and this this developed with um a friend a sister of mine maria palumbo we came together and started talking and it just it came through us Mm. and then we created a course and that just started um, last night um and there's two pieces one is the linguistic reclamation so reclaiming the word right Mm -hmm. reclaiming words um that have been tarnished um and made um you know, shameful or dirty, um, all of the connotations that we have around specific words, uh, especially to do with um, our sex centers, our genitals, our sexuality, mm-hmm. and really kind of pulling apart all of that like stuff that has accumulated. Um, all of our projections and judgments and fears mm-hmm. that have accumulated around that word mm-hmm. and actually like finding in the center without all of that that we've put on it society's put on it that um, has been created through our you know often traumatic experiences mm-hmm. find in the center the actual purity the purity and the beauty and the sacredness of mm-hmm. that actual thing and that word. Mm-hmm. Words are powerful. They they create 
they create real realities oh, yeah. um, and so um the word is really important to to reclaim especially yeah. i think for us as women you know i don't i don't know that men have as much stuff around words mm-hmm. um that we do, you know to reclaim the sacredness of of cock of mm-hmm. of pussy of um of of vagina like all of these yeah. words that kind of in some way been made like icky or shameful yeah. mm-hmm. and really finding the beauty in that and the second piece is the desire reclamation mm. right so women are allowed to say like you know i want a man who's connected to his heart who's emotionally available you know who um who shows up for me who's sensitive who listens to my feelings but we're we're not really given a lot of um a lot of permission to claim our desire of what we want around our sex mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah. we're allowed to say and want i want a man who's connected to his heart who's emotionally available who can listen and communicate with love and respect and who's connected to his sex connected mm-hmm. to his cock who brings love and presence into his cock and into um our sexual our, our sex mm-hmm. and in and like reaches up into my heart mm-hmm. with that kind of presence um that kind of consciousness yeah. and and lights up my world while doing it like that yeah. that that he rocks me in the bedroom as much as he rocks me like in my heart yes. um, and that kind of like yeah, reclaiming and interconnectedness of both like building the bridge back from our sex to our heart um and so that's really what conscious cock is it's about um we are focusing on that you know uh, i had a woman say well it it sounds really um like you're objectifying men right no, i mean just a cock mm-hmm. and and my you know my kind of response to that is it's just what i shared of like no we get to claim that we want to have both yeah. and we are focusing on the cock piece because it's really up for us right now mm-hmm. like the me too like women are are standing up and speaking up and saying like no we need you to be in integrity mm-hmm. in your penis like yeah. not just in your butt not just like where you know say the right things yep. and wear wear the yoga pants and <laughs> like you know not just look the, like a yoga green shoes right not just look <laughs> like the content guy you made me no, laugh so hard right now like i mean it, it it lights me up and i get kind of fiery about it because it's so good it's though been, and it's so true because you're right because it has to come all the way through all yeah. the way through and and i just want to interject here i had a conversation i have a lot of conversations in private i mean with people about their experiences um women with um other other healers or some of my clients where they had they've they've like gone to other male healers and they felt that it was 
it was just not a um integrity experience where there was other unconscious cock issues coming up and even like the john of god who was considered the best healer the mo- the highest regarded healer in the world possibly john of god everyone knows his name and he ended up raping a lot of his clients i mean that is how 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 i mean how in the holy yeah it's 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 unbelievable and this is um exactly what we're tackling Lillian this is what we're dealing with is like we the feminine want to trust the masculine so much we want to give them the gift of trust and 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 to look up to them and and then it's really painful and hurtful when this happens because you know there's so much trust issues here so we have to talk about this we have to address this because if we don't you're right there you know the masculine can be going around wearing yoga pants and healing and crystals and but not be in integrity with all of himself and until we really have honest conversations nothing will shift this work is so important and powerful and needed and women and men we we both need to talk about this because even if it's just a relationship and it's not just a relationship but in a romantic relationship you know a man can be devoted in his heart but then have issues in other ways with his cock like he has a different sexual you know preference or needs more stimulation or porn addiction and how do we merge the heart and the cock so that there's one whole unit rather than it being cut off because i i see that so much where it's just cut off in the center the heart belongs to someone and the cock is on another journey i don't know where you know yeah yeah and like the the sanskrit word for a cock is lingam right Mm -hmm. and it it really means like this wand of consciousness this like pillar of of light and presence um and clear direction and uh, yeah, we're just calling the men in to greater connection and integrity with with their own this like wand of of, of presence and light that can be such a healing tool in the world. Yes. And you know, it's like men have been taught to disconnect from their heart. They were just sent to war and sent to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, to be the providers and the protectors and then the shadow of that is you know becoming the perpetrator because they don't they haven't been given the tools the education or the safe spaces in society um to learn how to you know really come home to their heart and mm. then so again it's like and to to use their sexuality from a place of integrity and honoring and um and so again it's like of course you know it's like of course this is how things are with mm-hmm. that kind of you know <clears throat> history yeah that we have, um that they would f- feel separated yeah um, that their bond of like light would be actually kind of being used as this this like wandering shadow (laughs) so true like no real direction 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I like what you said, the wand of light, because I believe that cough can be so deeply, profoundly healing when used with integrity and in, in, intention. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing to experience. And it's like, it's something that I, I'm so deeply passionate that of talking about this because um, I'm working in ways on this because I want every woman, every woman deserves to feel and every man deserves to feel that actual like deeply connecting, um, healing, lovemaking. Um, when a man brings love and presence and honoring and devotion into his cock and and that enters our our yoni mm-hmm. our vagina our sacred temple yes it's like it shines a light it's that wonder light shining a light mm-hmm. in all of the places inside of us like physically and then where that touches energetically and emotionally into our soul and our heart where we have trauma where we've been holding pain where we've been holding shame in the shadows and the darkness mm-hmm. it brings light there and love making and sex actually is and becomes this really profound healing space and healing modality and container for anything to arise like tears rage what the the little boy the little girl inside us like whatever it is that needs to be seen and loved and brought light to Mm -hmm. actually arise in that space and it and then oh my god it's just like the best thing to (laughs) to learn that you don't have to be performing you know that it doesn't have to go to orgasm that you know you don't have to disconnect and numb out Mm. that um it doesn't have to look like all you know perfect and and porn like <laughs> yeah porn like no i can be like tears streaming down my face and my man has his arms wrapped around me and his like wand of you know light is inside of me just reaching all the way up into my heart and my soul mm-hmm. i need that love and um it's so healing to heal all of the belief systems that we as women hold around you know, around sex, around sexuality, around safety, around trust, Mm -hmm. around self-worth that like, oh, wow, I'm not just a sex object. Mm -hmm. Like this this man wants me as a whole human being, Mm -hmm. my tears, my rage, my little girl, my queen, my pleasure and my pain. Like he wants to hold it all and be a safe place for all of that and if you're listening and you're like i have no idea what like there's no man that exists like that well i gotta tell you there are Mm -hmm. there are so you know us, us opening the 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 window the door of of possibility that that exists gonna be like it's a big key it's yeah yeah to actually allowing 
that kind of person to come into your life mm-hmm. and doing our own you know our own work around around our sexuality and our beliefs and oh yeah I mean that's so so important every time I think every time we have a breakdown it's an opportunity to go deep into clearing or healing or understanding what's coming up and that gives us more space so that we can call forth that divine union and I know you know I've seen some of your posts you've been on your beautiful journey and um, it was like really amazing you found your beloved and I would just if you don't mind I just love to ask you like how did you manifest that (laughs) well you have to come take the how to (laughs) attract conscious cult course (laughs) Uh i mean it's it's a much you know like deeper kind of complex process obviously but the essence is it's our frequency that manifests Mm -hmm. right absolutely Um, yes it can be like tools and you know strategies and 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 um obviously like learning like nonviolent communication mm-hmm. and speaking out desire and um sharing vulnerably and all of these different kind of pieces in re- that are really important to relating all along you know the, the process from like mm-hmm. being single and dating to starting you know a new relationship and all the way through that relationship yeah um, the the essence of of how we manifest what we want is through the the vibration and the mm-hmm. frequency yes. of being it exactly right? that's so true so it's really like a process of just noticing and becoming aware and writing down however you want to do it like the all of your belief systems and thoughts and feelings and you know where you don't trust and you don't believe um around men and around sex um and and our own healing that needs to be done around that and challenging yourself you know continually challenging challenge yourself that and giving yourself permission that um, I want, I want to have it all. I want the man who is connected to his heart and connected to his cock in integrity. And um, I am going to challenge myself to keep stretching and doing the work that's going to take to believe that that's a possibility to start with. Mm-hmm. And that's when you start to meet you know those men and um just getting more and more clear on your values and what it is that you really want and the other big thing that is so important for both sexes but speaking of women kind of more so here is that it doesn't mean that that man that conscious cock (laughs) conscious hearted man isn't going to be human Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. still gonna, he's still gonna be human he's still gonna have his stuff yes. he's still gonna have his you know his wounded little boy um he's still gonna have his kind of sabotage mechanisms or whatever it is you know we all come out with so many different kind of like flavors of our wounding and how that plays out yes but 
we because we've been so hurt and disappointed in our relationships with men um not just you know in this lifetime but you know like through our ancestry mm-hmm. oh yeah lineages that um we have a we're kind of like holding this really high bar of like expectation mm-hmm. that if which on one hand is like we have to have that right like mm-hmm. i will only be met in this place of of integrity and honoring mm-hmm. right i'm holding i'm calling you into your kingship um from from my queen mm-hmm. you know but it can also become a shadow where we hold this bar so high that they can never reach it and they will always fall short and they will always disappoint us and see i told you manage us that or you know mm-hmm. see you you let me down you were human you did this and so it's it's doomed and i'll never you know mm-hmm. trust another man again it's like no we we have to really be on on ourselves in that like fine line of like mm-hmm. where we're really holding this um level of integrity and from a place of like i love you and i have compassion for you i know you're afraid i know you're you're scared mm-hmm. to surrender and open and be seen and receive and f- and feel worthy of this love and like i I have space for your humanness. I have yeah. space for your process and your yeah. mess and your healing. Mm-hmm. I I I need that space also. Yeah. I mean that's that's so important. Yeah. To to like yeah because um we I mean you find that that yes yeah, that both men and women both okay they both need to give each other space to to imperfect like a lot of people they don't want to work through this hard stuff you know um or they think it's impossible you know and so they just move on very quickly to the next 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 like it's a you know chair game or something you know and it's like but you but you'll keep getting the same you keep you know coming up against the same thing eventually over and over in each relationship unless you stop and are willing to work through it so if you find someone who's willing to say hey let's work through this holy shit that's amazing like that's an opportunity of a lifetime are you kidding me like someone that is willing to work through it that's priceless like you don't just jump ship because it's getting hard you say okay let's talk about it let's work on it let's look at it um it's uncomfortable and finding someone that can sit in that discomfort with you while you process and work through it that that's so important creating a sacred container because it's not just shiny you know love and light and moonbeams all the time sometimes it's gritty and it's and it's hard and you know i think that's where the opportunity is coming in like whoa if we can work through this wow i think we can go to a deeper level between us right of intimacy and understanding and love mm-hmm. and that love deepens when we go through things together you, you know it, it doesn't have to fall apart it can it can fall together you know mm-hmm and grow together and build trust because it's both the men and the women who don't have trust it's both Mm -hmm. parties 
am not distrusting each other and then mirroring that to each other and playing out those um, wounded aspects, a little boy, the little girl, you know, <laughs> and then being like, this will never work and, and not realizing um, there are ways to go deeper, you know, yeah. and that's, and I think the sacred sex is such a big part of it, the conscious cock and, mm-hmm. and, and also conscious pussy too, you know, because the divine womb is a vessel of, it's a sacred space. It's a sacred, divine space for infinite healing. And a lot of times, um, I think, you know, women are picking up all the energy from the masculine. So if they're just, if they're not working through the stuff, both parties, um, also the women, the woman can pull in that pain or be left with that unprocessed emotions that the masculine hadn't wanted to deal with so it's a it's a cooperative experience so that one party doesn't get left with all the you know stuff to process on their own it can be a win-win situation yeah yeah we're in this together i think that's something that we really need to keep remembering that we're in these together that um you know we're not we're not actually enemies that we both actually want the same thing that we're both terrified we've both been you know hurt and and really traumatized by the patriarchy yeah um you know god you know we have in different ways but i i i really feel like i'm really starting to see um, at a really deeper level, how much men truly have been wounded from the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. That they're terrified of the feminine. Mm. They really are. Like they're terrified of, of surrendering to the feminine, the feminine within themselves and, you know, obviously in us um, because they, the feminine represents that part of us that is uncontrollable you know it's mm-hmm. it can be the emotion it can be creativity it can be the sexual energy it's and it's the the vulnerable part of us it's the sensitive part of us mm-hmm. it's the intuitive part of us and mm-hmm. they've been just so taught to disconnect and disown that vulnerable part of themselves mm-hmm. that they're just you know they're they're holding on tight to yeah. to try to keep control because if they let go of that control, then they can be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's so important for us to just bring compassion to this whole process that we're all in and remember mm-hmm. that we're in together. And um, yeah, it's so important what you were saying about, you know, looking at yourself and your own relationship patterns. And that was something for me, I was like, oh, I could keep blaming everybody else, my boyfriends or my parents or this experience. But I'm actually the common denominator mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. relationships not working out and, and the willingness, finding somebody who's willing to, to stay and to work through things is so huge and such a, a key component for the success of, of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then somebody who honors your, your boundaries 
and your needs and and is an advocate for those as well mm-hmm. yeah it's really it's so beautiful and so um you know you started this course last night and i was just wondering for the listeners because we have a lot of female listeners when will you be doing this again and i mean i'll put your link below but will you be doing this again yeah i don't have the exact date but um in may is when we're looking at running the course again and Mm -hmm. it's a six-week um live program um virtual live program yeah exquisite i mean i love the work you're doing and I've just, I've just witnessed you just like blooming. <laughs> it's just such a gorgeous uh, thing to watch and very inspiring. Um, and I just love this. So thank you so much, Lily, for coming on and sharing and talking about all of this. I mean, it's, it's where we're going. It's what we need to do in order to heal our own life, the planet, relationships. It all starts with us and bringing more consciousness in everything we do from sex to work to anything. And um, conscious cock is a big part of that too, you know, as you can see. So thank you so much for the work you do. Um, I honor you, your work and your path. And so honored to just know you. Thank Mm. you so much for coming on. And I'm really, really happy to get to finally speak with you. So thank you, Lily. You too, Rada. And yeah, thank you for all the work that you do and the platforms that you create for for this kind of um, consciousness and awareness and um, dialogue because it's important we have to, yeah, speak about it. Mm-hmm. And your beautiful work in your books is, is really powerful. Yes, and you are a co-author. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> Exciting. to come on as a author with you and yeah get the word out there yes i'm i'm really really over the moon excited that your voice is coming forward in so many avenues in so many ways and it's so very very important so um thank you for for joining us on that thank you for joining me here and so much love lily so much love you're lily love and i love your name because that's who you are (laughs) (laughs) okay have a beautiful day and uh, you guys i'll put her link below you can connect with her and have a beautiful day everyone blessings Thank you.